Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. Thanks for joining me as we journey through the Gospel of Luke on this 21st day of January. It's the Lord's Day. I hope you are with the people of God. The message that's up today says it all, as far as I'm concerned, the church in communion. I hope you, as part of the church, are in communion with with the community of believers today and uh, are enjoying your journey into God's goodness and His grace. We're in the Gospel of Luke, and we're walking with Jesus through chapter 8. Yesterday we read the ninth and 10th verses where Jesus quotes from the prophet Isaiah and says that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand, and then he's going to introduce, or I'm sorry, he's going to explain the parable that he introduced earlier. So what I want to do today is go ahead and read the parable And then we're going to see the parable in light of this Isaiah statement. Because why does Jesus quote from Isaiah 6? Seeing they may not see, hearing they may not understand. So the parable begins in verse 11. The parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word... Receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they're choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that, in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. Now, I want you to remember that in John's Gospel... He tells us that the Word was in the beginning. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And then he says that the Word was made manifest or made flesh and dwelt among us and that no man has seen God's face, but we we who have beheld him, the only begotten of God, full of grace and truth. So John's gospel tells us that the Word existed forever and then manifests to John's generation in the flesh, and we know that to be Jesus. Therefore, the Word from the beginning was not a spoken Word. The Word from the beginning is a man, Christ Jesus. So when Jesus says the seed is the Word of God, Don't think he means this is someone casting scriptures because that would not make much sense in regard to it being a seed. Let me explain. Also in the Gospel of John, in John, Jesus is approached by a group of Gentiles who come to one of his disciples and say, we, would, we want to see Jesus. And Jesus doesn't really acknowledge them. Instead says, uh, unless a seed of wheat or a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. This is John 12. And that's such a confusing passage because why won't he just see these Gentiles? Instead, he goes in this obscure thing about a seed going into the ground and dying. Well, what we learn not long after is that Jesus is about to step into judgment and that if he does, he'll draw everyone to him, not just a couple of Gentiles, not just the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but everybody gets pulled into Christ if 
he steps into judgment. So the seed that goes into the ground and dies is Jesus stepping into the judgment of the cross so that he can pull he can pull all into himself or to say it another way it's the seed that goes into the ground and dies so that it can produce much fruit. When the sower goes forth to sow seed and Jesus says the seed is the word of God and John says Jesus was the word of God, then see it this way. The sower goes forth to sow Jesus. And he uses this illustration of seed not because it's about simply about how you receive the word, but rather it's how we receive Jesus. Seeds go into the ground and die. They die and explode, out of which comes what they are to be. Jesus goes into the ground, he goes into the earth, he goes into death, and he explodes out the other side of death called the resurrection. And out of him comes everything he is meant to be. He's the first fruits of many. All of us, birthed in Christ, are a result of that and I'm using the wrong word, but I'm using it anyway, a result of that explosion, that propulsion from death into life. We're all a result of that. So when Jesus quotes Isaiah, <clears throat> Isaiah is, well, Isaiah is pretty rough. I mean, the actual spot that Jesus quotes, uh, Isaiah is talking about a, 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 a people who won't listen, whose eyes are locked and closed and Their ears won't hear. But Isaiah is like the other prophets of the Old Testament. Well, a failure. What I mean by that is that their words don't always work. It doesn't always bring people back. So much of what they do falls on, quote-unquote, deaf ears. And so Jesus is showing, by using the illustration of a seed... That the only way to get to the other side is to step through death. The seed that goes into the ground is Christ. The ones along the path are, are of course, all of us. The ones along the rocks are all of us. The ones on in thorns are all of us. The ones on good soil are all of us. I don't think it's just it's us in one iteration. It's us across all of our iterations. Sometimes what I do is I don't take Jesus in and he's incapable of planting his death into my heart. Sometimes I take it in a little bit, but other things choke out the life. Sometimes I hear him, but it doesn't take root. It's a little more than principled living. And sometimes... It takes root, and it works in my, what Jesus calls, honest and good heart. And I bear fruit with patience. I don't bear fruit quickly. I bear fruit slowly because this is a growth process. The purpose of the parables is not to make things cloudy or obscure. It's to show us, I think, That the only way to come out the other side interpretively is to step into it and die to our own need to understand and our own need to be right and our own need for clarity. 
and to simply trust the one who is the subject of the parable. And that way, we get multiple interpretations and multiple iterations of this over and over again. We move on into the lamp under a jar or lamp under a bushel passage tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.